Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sus Chat. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Narissia. Today we're going to be talking about burnout. Um, I don't know Narissia, I, if you remember, this was like a while back, this was early in the year, we're almost done with this year, which is crazy to think about, we just have a few months left. But it was early in the year and I remember calling you and I was talking about the news and I heard the news about burnout, specifically in regards to women in the workplace. And I was just like, we have to talk about this, we have to talk about this, do you remember that? I do remember that you were talking about um basically like you said you're in the news about burnout mm-hmm. I wasn't as interested as you were I'm, I'm gonna guess that you were more like you felt it more because maybe we're going through something similar to it like yeah I think I think it was you know how I don't know if you work around people and you know you have conversations with them there sometimes when there's a theme you start wondering, like, I wonder how many other people are going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so seeing that news and just hearing them talk about it and that a lot of other women are going through the same thing, I was just like, oh, my gosh. So this is a thing. This is real. This is not just in my head. You know, sometimes you think it's just you or, you know, just whatever situation you're in. But, you know, other times there are a lot of people who are in similar situations. Um, so basically, we're just talking about a lot of women just feeling burned out, and I'm sure men too, but this um, study was specifically done for about 5,000 women across 10 countries, and it was done by Deloitte. There is a Forbes article about it, which we can attach, and if you want to look in more into that, we can, you know, you can read it. We're not going to go through it, um, but I just wanted to reference that because that's also where I got that from, and that's where the news got it from. And one of the things that they touched on um, was basically a lot of ladies, and this was also due to the pandemic, a lot of ladies just, you know, complain about this thing, burnout is the reason they left some of their jobs, burnout is the reason they're thinking about leaving their jobs in a year or two, burnout is the reason, you know, they're just kind of worried about their job security. Um, And so I wanted to see if you, Narissa, have maybe dealt with burnout before, I know I definitely have. And so, yeah, I figured it'd be a good topic to talk about. Yeah, I think it's a good topic to talk about. I know I've definitely dealt with burnout and that might have been a factor in one of the, like the one of the factors that I left my last job because I can see one of the key things, like one of the major symptoms of burnout is that you feel stressed and anxious every time you have Mm -hmm. to go to work. And I know that in our last episode, when we talk about reasons to leave, I was starting to feel an immense amount of stress going into work. And that Mm -hmm. might just be because, um, you know, there's just so much you have to do that you just start taking it home with you. And then you can't really leave the work at work. You take it home and then the stress build up on home and then Mm -hmm. come home and it's just incredibly stressful. So yeah, I can, we can definitely talk about our personal experience with burnout. For now, we're just going to like sort of give a definition of what it is and how you can realize if you have it because I know some people hate their job that might be a factor to having burnout but there are like some <laughs> other things you know other than just straight up I hate my job for burnout and, yeah definitely yeah. and before we do start on that I did want to say what you just talked about is actually what the ladies were talking about in the article where they just felt like it was everything was on the go like you they didn't have 
like a break from like work and life and stuff. So yeah, a lot of people agree with you there, including myself. Um, yeah, so a little bit about, you know, burnout, if you have felt it, I think sometimes you feel, you feel it and people say, but you don't actually know <laughs> um, what it is, but basically occupational burnout is when you feel, you know, just depleted or, you know, you feel um, continuously stressed, you know, you express a lot of stress, um, continuously or on and off. And in certain cases, it's related to depression and that sometimes hinders your performance as an employee. There are three types of burnout. Um, there's the under-challenge burnout, which is basically resulting when you feel unappreciated at your job, right? Um, there's the overload burnout, which is basically when you have too much work, you know, you're putting in too much time into the work and stuff, and you're not really giving yourself enough time for your other life outside of work. And then there's the neglect burnout, which is basically you're feeling like your work performance is inadequate. You know, you just, you're just struggling to keep up, you know, with, with what's going on at work. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. You didn't know that, did you? I didn't know that. Wait, I'm, would that be because like you got a job that you weren't qualified for? Would that be because of that imposter syndrome? Or is it just that they added like a shit ton of workload? Like, what do you think? Yeah, so I mean, but they're all they're all different feelings, right? Because okay. neglect burnout, you know, you're struggling to keep up with the demands of the workplace. Um, that could also be maybe you're not, you weren't like fully prepared because sometimes you could start a job and mm -hmm. you don't have the right guidance. You don't have the right training. Does not mean that you don't have the qualifications to do the job because yeah, you, you were qualified, you got the position, but you still have to be trained on how that role functions within that specific company. And yeah. so sometimes you don't always have that. And sometimes you could just feel nobody's really paying attention to provide you with the right resources to carry out your job. So you just feel like, you know, neglect, burnout. So like can't oh. do anything yeah yeah okay which, the other one you were talking about is overload burnout which is basically where you know they just give you impossible tasks you know they just keep giving you work which i've definitely dealt with that and there's like ex expectation to get it done in a certain amount of time so i think that's what you were talking about as well okay yeah that's that's interesting yeah have you dealt with any of those I know there was a period at my old job, which again, nothing to do with my employers. They were pretty chill people, but they were just, um, I I think I would fall under the category of the one that says, um, sort of like an overload because I it got to a point where I felt like I had to, you know, when you've been at a job for a certain, for a certain time and you know that there's pressure for you to sort of amp up your production, Mm -hmm. and like you you're amping up your production but then in your head it never feels like it's enough you mm -hmm. just have to keep amping up the production just keep mm -hmm. amping, it, amping it amping it and just be going high up and high up and then the unfortunate thing about the position that I had is be, is that it was like a think of a mom and pop type shop right there's not really a lot of room for growth Especially mm -hmm. when it comes to like the financial aspect of it, there's not really there wasn't really a lot of room for growth because yeah. it's me and then they're the owners. I'm not yeah. gonna own the place. Mm -hmm. That's just not a thing. And I wasn't invested in the place enough 
mm-hmm. to want to pursue a career path such maybe like being a co-owner like it just wasn't my it wasn't serving the purpose that it had at the beginning yeah so I felt like amping up that production mm-hmm. for like the amount that I was getting paid it yeah. was just like it, it was just, it was, it was not it. And so I had like a period of like two, three months when I was just constantly under like unrelent, like unrelentless, that's the word, just straight up stress, like just mm-hmm. driving to work, you're feeling anxious, like, yeah, going on, you know, and then it becomes a pattern of like, you know how you have like some bad days at work? Mm-hmm. This became a pattern of having a bad day almost every day. Mm-hmm. For, like, yeah, that's definitely burnout. Yeah. Yeah, with that, for no so mm-hmm. I definitely experienced burnout and though it's it's interesting because at the at the moment I didn't know it was called burnout mm-hmm. well that's I what I was saying earlier like yeah. sometimes you experience it but you don't really know like even when I was experiencing burnout people would tell me like oh you're experiencing burnout and I'm just like well, I just feel stressed and I'm tired <laughs> I'm yeah. like I, I'm done with this like but that that is what it is and like I said earlier there's you know three different types um and you actually said something um earlier you know the pressure to to perform you know at a higher rate um in the Forbes article which we're going to link a lot of women talked about that as well another thing they talked about one of their fears when it came to maybe meeting with their managers or their bosses to talk about a more flexible work style or work environment. One of the things they were worried about was that could, you know, hinder their chances at promotions, you know, mm-hmm. because again, you have to think about like, okay, what is required to get promoted to move to the next step at this role? You know, um, does that mean me working more? If I go and tell my boss, hey, can we change my, my maybe the time I work? Um, or maybe maybe I should work more from home or more from this or whatever. You just don't know how that's going to affect your future at the job type situation. Um, so yeah, so we're going to go into signs that you're experiencing burnout, basically. And we took this from an Indeed.com article. I feel like Indeed has everything in regards to career advice. So definitely check them out. Just yeah. type whatever it is. And I'm very sure Indeed has it. Um, so we're going to go through this list and then maybe in another episode, we're going to talk about how we deal with burnout because we've mm-hmm. definitely had to, we've, we've definitely had situations like that. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Um, so the first one is feelings of tiredness and exhaustion at work. And of course, that's not just like a one day thing. That's like a continuous, like repeated thing that you experience. Um, feelings of sadness or anxiety at work you talked a little bit about being anxious even just driving to work you know yeah. what that work day is going to be like and again this is something that has to happen continuously for it to be burnout not just like you know once in a while blue moon you know because yeah. I mean like let's I mean jobs are challenging they have their challenging moments that's normal but when it's all the time depending on the kind of job you're in yeah that may be a different issue um another is disengagement and trouble focusing at work yeah i get that um you know sometimes you just kind of space out while you're working because you just kind of feel like you're done like you know this like what what is the point of all of this anymore Mm -hmm. um so yeah or if you feel maybe if you're you feel like your job is a little too easy that's another thing as well 
Okay. You know, we just feel like, yeah, this is boring. I'm doing the same thing over and over again. You know, there's no yeah. challenge. Yeah. That's that's also another thing. Um, cynicism toward job and coworkers. So this is where you basically view those around you as being self-focused. And this usually happens when an employee feels underappreciated. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it sound like this? Like the first time you're thinking about these things? No, I'm just thinking that I might have some coworkers who might be going through burnout. Mm. Or maybe they're just like annoying and bitchy and really childish. But <laughs> I know there's like, there have been like one or two occasions where there have been promotions mm -hmm. at my job. And the people who swore that they were going to get it didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. And um, they got really pissed off. Which I'm gonna divert a little bit to a funny story that I had at my at one of my old jobs, right? At okay. So they were downsizing, right? So the mm -hmm. whole retail market is taking brick and mortar stores are taking a hit. And they yeah. were downsizing and they let go one of our managers. And everyone was like all the employees were like lamenting, like, why did they let go of this manager? And in an effort to like get the people who fired her to bring her back. They actually made it worse. They were talking about, oh, why would you follow? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say Susan. Why would you fire Susan? She was yeah. so cool. She let us do whatever we wanted. And she was just like, so bruh. <laughs> wow. Okay. That doesn't help at all. <laughs> so they were saying how like like Susan was so like lax and she let she was cool with everybody and it was like yeah that might have been the problem that's yeah. probably why they let her go mm -hmm. and, like you guys are helping make the case without realizing that's wild yeah. oh my god anyway but i just that was, that was just a funny story but i think like some of my co-workers at my current job they've been there for like years and you know, whenever there's a promotion, only like a handful of people can get it. And whenever they don't get it, they definitely get on that, like, annoyed by everybody else. I'm just like, mm -hmm. okay, but yeah. Okay, that's good. I enough. mean, in regards to promotion, I, I do get that, though. I personally have been in situations where I expected, you know, because I had worked hard, but so I thought that mm -hmm. would lead to a promotion. Um, And, but now... It, you know after working for a while I just learned to have those conversations and not have an assumptions of like am I going to get a promotion or not yeah. and I try to have the conversations early before the cycle just so I can like manage my expectations because it can be a big letdown when you you feel like you've earned a promotion and then you don't get it you know so yeah I, I mean I, I get being looking at people like you know getting upset at people if I don't get it I, I get that I feel like that's pretty normal but you are right there are other reasons why sometimes and when you just have that overall cynicism towards the job and your co-workers and stuff not just because of that that but in general then yeah. you know that could also mean you know burnout and and stuff because you could also that could make you feel underappreciated especially if you feel yourself that you're working really hard and how dare everyone not notice you know so yeah that's you gotta, you gotta speak up for yourself man but that's a whole other conversation exactly i mean and that's why i said now i personally have learned like half the conversation don't just assume 
um, try to have the conversation maybe halfway through when you know that the evaluation process is coming up so that you know you are aware of where you stand at the workplace and also if there's any additional actions that you should be taking you know that is within reason like nothing crazy because you don't want to deal with the other you know type of burnout which is like you know you're just overworked yeah. you know overloaded and stuff like that so yeah within reason but um yeah okay yeah. um the last one is decrease in, in work performance Okay. That's another another um, sign that you're experiencing burnout. So basically, if that wasn't a pattern before, you know, you usually are a top performer and you are consistent and all that stuff. And then suddenly you just, you know, drop decrease in, in how in what you do and your your work performance. And I think in those situations, oftentimes like managers take note mm-hmm. if they're good yeah. at their job. Um they could take note and then you know that's when they usually ask you like hey how's how's everything going are you okay you know are you overwhelmed because we see that you know there's a decrease in your work performance yeah you do little things like that so but that's another sign that you're experiencing burnout okay well yeah that's some signs for burnouts and there are ways to deal with it which we're going to cover in the next video of how the professionals because this isn't just our opinion how the professionals tell you to deal what to deal with (laughs) yeah I mean technically you're not wrong yes you're right you're right but there are people who study this stuff for like decades yeah and and which is why we're relying on the articles from the professionals like you said yeah we're not just spitting out the ass yeah so next time we're going to talk about how the professionals tell you how to deal with burnout and mm-hmm. how we dealt with burnout in the past when it happened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree um and if, before we close i just wanted to ask in terms of burnout do you without going into the steps of how you deal with it you know like is that something in your field that is very common in my field as a designer or as a warehouse worker? Because those are two separate things. It could be both. I mean, personally, I just go one field, but you got both, so <laughs> you can talk about two. As a design, I would say as a designer, because that's what I consider my field. Um, warehouse working is just my job. And quite frankly, I can take off as much days as I want. That's not really a problem. Mm-hmm. But as a designer and as someone who has her own business, mm-hmm. it definitely can get hard to, um. you can definitely experience burnout just because it's a constant thing like if I have a client call me at like 9 p.m because they were dumb enough to rip something that they weren't Mm -hmm. supposed to rip I can't be like oh shoot boo my hours are closed yeah I I have to attend to them like I've had a client where I'm just gonna go people like to a lot of people like to come to me and ask me to make them dresses for their Mm -hmm. gold size and I'm just like I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> but they do like to say like, come on, I think I'm going to lose like 15. I'm going to lose like 20 pounds. I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose this. And I did it one time, which was my bad, where I made the dress a little bit too small. And I ended up having to like, because surprise, surprise, home garden gets smaller. So I ended up having to make the dress a little bit bigger, which mm-hmm. I planned for that because you can definitely, you can, the things that you can do to plan for that, to like let it out and take it in, I planned mm-hmm. for it. Okay. But that's something that I'm just like, it, when she called, I couldn't just be like, sorry, boo, you mm-hmm. didn't lose the weight. 
you you were supposed to I couldn't just do that so I had to fix it and I'm just like so little things like that that you have to think about your customer like 24 7 mm-hmm. is not opening the closing hours so burnout is definitely a thing in the just as a business owner and even if you're working for another company yeah in the fashion industry they tend to overwork you like you should be grateful to have the job yeah you know? so that mm-hmm. burnout is definitely real at that at that level too so yeah Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And for me, I work at law firms and well, everyone knows the stereotype. Lawyers work a lot. I'm not a lawyer, but I work for lawyers and attorneys and they definitely do work a lot. Um, some of them are actually like are amazing because besides the fact that they're good at their jobs, I just like wonder like how do they manage their work in their regular life? Like some have kids and families and stuff and they manage to take care of all of that, which is like crazy to me I think that's one of the questions I asked my my last boss before I left and I was just like how do you do it because somehow you manage to be at your kids games but you're also still doing your job because I see the emails and your feedback but you're somehow managing all this like how 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 I don't I don't know um so yeah so that is stereotypical and it's also very true there definitely is you know people definitely do experience a lot of burnout at law firms um, at all levels, because I've been at the administrative level and I experienced it. I've been at the paralegal level and I experienced it. I know attorneys and managers who've also experienced it. So it's a very common thing in my industry. Um, and I think when I first started, I realized that a lot of times a lot of people just kind of use like alcohol <laughs> and other things <laughs> to take care of that. Um, yeah. But I, but I do. I'm just learning to try to, um, you know, find other ways. And people people have other ways of taking care of it, which I will talk about, you know, how I, I deal with that. Mine is definitely not at all, I promise. But I just remember when I started working at a law firm, that seemed to be the culture. And I was just like, interesting. But, yeah. Um, yeah, because every time it was just like, oh, yeah, there's drinks in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, let's go out for some drinks. Let's, but then that's also the corporate world, right? Everyone wants to go out for like happy hour, um, which I don't do often. I don't. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, okay. but I think that will be the end of this episode. We just wanted to touch a little bit about burnout. Um, yeah. Of course, you can check out the articles we talked about. I think that it, it was a real issue still is an issue but it was bigger especially during the the pandemic and people trying to figure out what work life is going to look for them after that because the pandemic wasn't just like us staying at home it was just everyone having to especially in the united states when we had um the lockdown you literally had to figure out your life like you had to you had to reimagine what life looked like because the same routine you couldn't really do at that time um, so that also the psychological impact of that also like I'm sure caused like the burnout and stuff for a lot of people um, so yeah that's it for the episode do you have anything to add Marisa? no I'm just um, excited to talk about how we unwind from burnout okay perfect we will do that in the next episode and with that we hope you have a great day guys bye bye guys